Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Location Bravo. Location Bravo. I don't know. Are we mobile? Because I can't really move this. We could move, Earl. But can we move this? No. Okay. So we'll just go to Location Bravo. We'll drop the mobile studios from Location Bravo. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I like it. Uh, Hey, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. Uh, I do not do the show by myself. I have my compatriots here with me. Let me go around the room and introduce you to them on my right. The right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Great to have you here, sir. Uh, how was the How was the uh, the week of Earl? Very good. Very busy. It was a very busy week. I yeah. was very busy as well. I, I, I did a lot of driving. I'm sure nowhere near what you did. <laughs> but um, you know, that's, that's your that's your thing, you know. But yeah. um, I say you, you I, I probably drove today what you do in a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Did you uh, was it today another one of them Georgia runs? Yep. Hello, Georgia. Hello, Earl. Just, just Georgia in, the, says. in the in the southern southern section of Georgia, the southern section of Georgia, no, only like 16 miles in. I, I think all of Georgia is southern. <laughs> if, you, if you want my opinion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so welcome Georgia, welcome to our friends and uh, listening to us in Georgia as well. Good friends up there in the uh, Georgia Carry. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, the Georgia Carry convention for August up in here. Last I heard, yeah. Talked to Mr. Jerry Henry there. Said uh, we're we're working on it. We're working on it. So normally it'd be about a month from now. Remember about that second third week of uh, about August. So yeah, we'll see how that works out. We'll see how that goes. Hey, uh, normally on on the left I'd have the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort. Attorney Kevin Maxwell. He is not here as of yet. I don't know if he's going to be here. Uh, we, we sent him an inquiry earlier uh, questioning his presence for today's show. <laughs> and uh, he sent back a picture, which uh, looks like he's on the way to another scene dealing with the client. So. Yeah, I, if, if I'm a betting man, I'd say no. It didn't look like it was going to be a quick one. No, no. no. Look, look, it might take a little while. So, so uh, best of luck to you, Attorney Kevin Maxwell. With, and uh, 
your client. You know, hope, hope everything works out well. So, um, and for the other guy, not so much, right? Yeah. <laughs> <That's> a, yeah. <laughs> There's usually a winner and a loser. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And uh, and listen, let's let's be clear. The, the losers, when Mr. Maxwell's involved, is usually the insurance company. So oh yeah, we don't mind that. It's not like we're talking about, you know, he's beating up a prosecutor or something like that. Or well, you you had, you know, firsthand personal experience. You know, like you, like you always say, you know, if you ever have the option, you know, your choice of getting into a car accident, have your personal injury attorney in, in the, the car vehicle, with it, you. It really does work. <laughs> you know, the, the insurance company got your name. Like, oh, okay. Then they got Kevin's name. How much do we write the check for? Yeah. Mr. Maxwell, would you like that sent to your home or <laughs> office address? <laughs> you had to fight for yours I for did. a few months. I did. He called up and uh, he was done. They were, they were like, uh, no, sir. No problem, sir. We'll have that out to you right away. Uh, so he is uh, he is not with us at the moment, and um, I'm I'm told Major Bill up in the air also. Hey, he's busy. I know he's got something going on. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I don't know maybe uh, he's he's probably doing some type of delegating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe uh, him and Kevin are off gallivanting again. <laughs> you know? maybe, they tend uh, to do that. The major's getting another divorce or something. <laughs> <laughs> Something along those maybe, lines. Maybe he wants to get all the money, he, all all the good he can out of that retainer fee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, well, I haven't had a divorce in two years. I should probably get one now. <laughs> Otherwise, I haven't, like you said, I have not used my fee. Um, so that's going to put our uh, our producer on standby because we'll need help. <laughs> well, Actually, we don't need help because pro- Kevin's not here to swear. Probably <laughs> no more than usual, but you know, yeah, folks, you're just stuck with the two of us. It is. It is. Um, I do. You know. You know. Tom, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I got a question for you. Well, not a question. I want a point. I want. You know. You and I talked about this last week, and I did not have the opportunity. Well, which means I forgot. By the way, um, last week to bring up the point that uh, the July Fourth was your was your was an anniversary date for you. It was indeed a you, big one. You know what? And and you and I share that anniversary date and it didn't hit me until afterwards and I was excited about it and wanted to do it on air and then forgot all oh, about great. it. But your anniversary date for July 4th, tell the folks what that is. Well, 50 years ago this past weekend, a weekend ago, I flew home from Vietnam. And uh, not only did I come back to the world, as they say, but I in- had the opportunity to experience two Fourth of Julys. We, oh, left wow. Saigon, we left Saigon 7 p.m. on the night of the 3rd, arrived in Tokyo it was July 4th. After a two-hour stop, we uh, went to Anchorage, where it was July 3rd again. <laughs> and then we, landed in, then we landed in Oakland, California. It was July 4th again. <laughs> See, now that's, so that, it was a, that's pretty cool. It was a great homecoming. Yeah. Um, um, July 4th for me was the, mm-hmm. uh, was the day uh, 2006, so you know, a couple years after yours. Um, a few. Uh, where I landed back in the U.S., uh, Hunter Army Airfield back from uh, Afghanistan. That's when we came home from Afghanistan, when I came home got from it. Afghanistan. Um, military transport. Now, we came the other direction. So whereas you got two-fourths, I got, I got gypped out of a third. <laughs> we, we left on the second. Well, they, they had to take the extra one they gave him. Yeah, they, they had to take yeah. it from somewhere. Oh, it all balances out. Yeah. Like they, like they uh-huh. say, there's, there's only one thief in the Army. Everybody else is just trying to get their stuff back. <laughs> so no, no third, a fourth, and then you celebrated with a fifth. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there yeah. you go. Exactly. He knows you, doesn't he, Mike? Hey, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we uh, we left on the second, 
got on the plane, and you know, we're coming back, uh, you know, from uh, the European theater. We came through that way, and mm-hmm. we landed, and it was uh, uh, the morning. You know, we we left the afternoon of the second. And it was a pretty much straight travel the whole way through. And by the time we got back, it was the morning of the fourth. So they wow. they, they they took a third away from us. Um, <laughs> but uh, but that's it. Now I was um, I was older. Now how old were you when you when you went over there to Vietnam? Uh, nineteen. Yeah, that's that's the average age, right? That's the song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, At the time, you betcha. I got. Yep. Um, uh, I was. Uh, I missed out on the first two. The the the. Uh, one missed out. I just didn't go to the Desert Storm and uh, uh, the oh boy uh, Panama um, because my unit just didn't get to go. We didn't get called, so it wasn't until I was thirty five that I went. So a little wow. a little bit older. And I'll tell you the difference. And I think I've, I've mentioned this before. When you go at nineteen, you're 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 like wow wow oh man this is it's overload. At thirty five, <laughs> after you've been in the military for 15, 16 years. It's just like one big training event. It's just like, oh, I got this. I got this. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, not that it wasn't a big deal, but it was just a, definitely a different mindset between 19 and 35 going, going to war for your first time. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. I bet you. Yeah. Um, Tom, thanks for joining us this segment. And, and we'll have you with, sure. Obviously, we got you with us the whole program. But, folks, stick around. We get back from the break. We will, uh, we will have more Arms Room Radio for you. Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle. Be sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's full I always tell everybody, don't get it. But because it can take All I know is I couldn't walk for a year after that. So, in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. What's the other one? I got plenty of play on Innovation, this week was, um, performance, Keltec. It's taking the temperatures at And I was like, you know the Ever want to that? accessorize your tactical you know, rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence the of GunTech yeah. USA. GunTech, <laughs> a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, <laughs> and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, nice. and more. Weekend. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done when customizing your tactical rifle insist on tactical gun tech a proud supporter of the second amendment check them out online today at guntechusa.com that's g-u-n-t-e-c-u-s-a.com gun tech usa Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Oh, which one you want to do? Boundary Oak Distillery. We got a lot of gun stuff. Which do you cool. love whiskey? It was just a big gun Boundary week. Oak it was really cool. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. want to start off with that review of the McCoskey's or whatever? Do you love whatever? Boundary Oak Distillery? Oh, the St. Louis With couple? names like Patton, Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon. You can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. One minute. One right. minute. Not the Bill of Beats. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the founding fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs a assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to Arms Room Radio. I'm armed out out. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Location Bravo. Location for, Bravo. For bourbon. For bourbon. B for bourbon. For B for bourbon. Heck with that Bravo stuff. Location Bravo. It's bourbon. Um, you know, we should explain to people what the, what location Bourbon is. Location Bravo is. Um, it's a um, it, uh, it's a private facility uh, here at a private range, which is what I like the most about it. The second, yeah. well, second most about it. Um, the, what I like the most about it is the uh, the complimentary uh, you know f- cheese and food uh, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 wine bar that we get when we come here. So wine, yeah. Uh, what wh- what do we call this? Location what? Location Bravo for. B. B is for cookie. No, that's C. C is for cookie. Uh, for bourbon. Yeah. Um, listen, I, I, listen, folks, we'll, we'll, if you look at the webcam, you'll see that we uh, we are not consuming. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Webcam. I got to put pants on? <laughs> well, that's what the premium viewers get to see. They get that low angle shot. <laughs> Ooh, hey, hey, <laughs> um, hey. We, uh, we now do I, not. Now I got to pay them. <laughs> we do not consume on the air. We consume next to the air. Right, or, I don't know. Yeah, right. uh, close enough. No, it's um, it's a it's a themed room. It's a uh, um, and we will have to get you some photos. We we'll have to throw this up on there when it's a uh, final completion stages. It's 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 got the little uh, like Maker's Mark and Boundary Oak uh, stuff on the wall. So uh, there's a little hint for you right there. Boundary Oak. We're in the Bourbon Room. Hmm. Yeah, we're trying to we're trying to we're trying to get this uh, get this place uh, finished out for you. But so you can take a look at it and see what it looks like here. Um, Missouri or Missouri. The show me state. Yeah, exactly right. Missouri. Now, if you remember, we talked to you last week about the McCloskeys. 
Uh, yes. Ken and Karen. The, the couple that <laughs> de- defended them, their home, themselves and their home and property. Yeah. and um, From a trespassing mob. Yeah, a, 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 a destructive trespassing yeah. mob. Yeah. You know, that broke down the wrought iron metal fence, you know, from, from what we could tell. Um, the um, uh, we, we talked last week, would there be charges? Would there be charges? And uh, d- did not have Kevin, didn't want to speculate too much. I do not have... Um, a, uh, a, a a super understanding of Missouri law. You know who knows what what what's going on up there, but the uh, the circuit attorney there, I guess, is what they call them, not district attorneys, up in St. Louis, uh, Kimberly Gardner. Uh, she said that they would be conducting an investigation, her office, uh, with the St. Louis Police Department into the their use of firearms. Now, Missouri is like we talked about last week is a uh, is an open carry state. Mm-hmm. Now. Open carry, and let's, let's talk. Let's talk open carry for a moment before we get into this. Okay. Um, uh, concealed carry, obviously, your your firearm is put away. It's concealed; nobody can see it. Correct. And unless you've got some weird kind of, I don't know, space age rig that you've got it on, uh, when you're carrying concealed, your firearm's not pointing at somebody else. Correct. Uh, it should be securely in that holster. Uh, what kind of holster? A secured holster. What yeah. kind of holster don't we let friends carry? Nylon. Yeah, friends don't let friends carry nylon holsters. The only, the only uh, holster I can think of that would be somewhat common that the firearm might be pointing at someone, but even then, it's securely encased in the holster. Right, is the old school shoulder holster. Right. Yeah, but yeah, like so, if you've got the one that's the straight up and down and it's pointing behind you, correct. Um, yeah, the, the trigger, the trigger is still covered. Correct. You, you know, yes. so. Um, yeah, exactly right. So it may be pointed. You're right. It may be pointed at you, but it's it can't be fired, can't be engaged. Right. 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 So it does not look like it's the open carry provision that they may have violated. We talked about this last week. It's the uh, you know waving it at somebody, pointing it at somebody. If somebody on the other end says, "I feel threatened," mm-hmm. now you've gone from open carry to perhaps. Uh, depending on your state, you know, it's a, it's a threat or an assault. Brandishing. Brandishing, yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, depending on what where you are and what state you're in, that's what your charges may be. So I guess they're looking at that. What I don't understand is the police went and executed a search warrant there, and they took the rifle as evidence. Okay. Y- you know, I, I mean, there's only one reason to take that rifle as evidence. They want him unarmed. Okay, two. There's two. <laughs> There's two. There's two. I was thinking legally. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. Yes. Um, and I, I, that's. I don't know how many weapons they own. I don't know these people. Hopefully, not just the two we saw. Correct. Correct. Um, I don't know how many they own. I don't know what. Um, if this was their first purchases, um, I, I have no idea. From what it looks like to me, one was a carry gun, one was a home defense gun. I doubt that's the only two firearms in the house. Hopefully not. Even if he's got you know high end you know duck guns. You know, something like that, you know, or skeet guns. Yeah. You never know. Skeeter, skeet coming season, weird times. You want to be ready for them. Exactly. Um, and no one will pop up over the back lawn. You don't want a skeet coming over the back fence, no, don't you? No, 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 no. 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 Um, so you've got, you've got uh, uh, you know, these two firearms that were taken. Only reason I can think on the legal side that they take that firearm from them, they take that rifle from them, is they want to go and the police are going to examine it and make sure it's a fully functioning rifle. Because if it's a fully functioning rifle, then they can say those people 
had an actual working firearm pointed at them. Uh, there's a depending on which jurisdiction it is. If you if you arrest somebody with a firearm, you have to include the statement in there. Based on my training and experience, this firearm is designed to propel a projectile through a means of an explosive action. Okay. Or test it. Okay. It's actually kind of funny. We used to get these these orders from the court saying, "Does the firearm work?" So we used to take the order to the range <laughs> and shoot it and send it back. <laughs> so, uh, you've been watching uh, Quigley Down Under, huh? <laughs> it's, it's, it's how we did it. You know? it's, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. Then um, that's how they came up with the wording to put in there, uh, just to show you how many firearms arrests I was involved in. You know, I still remember that quote. So that's probably what they did. It took that firearm to prove that it's a functioning firearm, which means there's probably preceding charges coming. Now, here's what you and I know. Uh-huh. Those people, like we said last week, if we had a bucket of training... They'd get it all. Right. She'd get 90%. He'd get 10%. Right. But right. they would get a full bucket of training. Right. That, that, that's a separate topic. Correct. It will probably be in their favor when they go to, if they get charged, when they have to go to court or go to plea or go, go, go to you know, mediation, whatever it happens to be. They can say, well, we, didn't even, we don't know what brandishing is. Didn't even know that I shouldn't hold it like that. I've never had proper training. Okay. Well, at that point, you have no intent to commit the brandishing. You have a jack wagon that didn't know what she was doing with the gun. And just playing devil's advocate. Yep. Could that be easily categorized as ignorance of the law? It absolutely and, could. And I, I, as a layman, yep. know ignorance of the law isn't really a valid defense. It is not. Your defense. Ex- yeah. Ignorance of the law is not a defense. However, it does make a decision at sentencing. Okay. It does make a decision at plea agreements. It does make a decision. It, it does. It does uh, make a difference. I'm sorry. It does make a difference during those times. Uh, you know, this is nobody was harmed. Right. Thankfully. Right. You know, this this isn't the. Well, it, I didn't know that was alcohol before I drank it and went out and drove and killed people. Nobody's been hurt here. You have people that maybe. I don't know. I've got the mental, mental anguish of after I broke down a fence, they pointed a gun at me. I feel so, I feel so helpless. That, that's the whole thing here, too, is I, I want to know when is the investigation going to be done on, I think I'm semi-accurate in generalizing of hundreds of people destroying private property, trespassing yeah. on private property, and making verbal threats of... Simply put, you know, generalizing death and dismemberment of themselves, their family dog, destruction of their home. I hear somebody saying that to me. Yeah, I'm going to arm myself. And, you know, uh, no, you're not. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there, there's, there's more to this. We're, you and I will come back from the break. We're going to discuss this a little bit more. There's some... There's some uh, Political reasons why this uh, oh, this, uh, this this the state attorney 100% is doing this political. Um, you know, if you'll recall, Ferguson, Missouri, where the birthplace of uh, well, I, you know, people want to blame George Zimmerman. We know that's not true. People were looking for an excuse. BLM started there in Ferguson, and that um, that's a suburb of St. Louis. Okay, um, this prosecutor, city prosecutor, district prosecutor, whatever they call her, was involved in all of that. Was involved okay. in stoking the fire there between. Uh, um, you mean pouring gas on it between races at that time? Because, hey, 
top cover at the time was Obama, and he said it was okay to say that we're oppressed. You know, and ah. so there's 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 more to this. And we'll, it's, fu- it's funny how so much comes back around to him. Hey, hey, guys, been at ears, uh, you know, uh, st- stoking the flame. So yep. you're listening to Arms Room Radio. We'll be back after the break. smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. 
This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Last segment, Earl and I were talking to you about the McCloskeys, and uh, for those of you that... uh, have been uh, watching the news. These were the. This was the couple. The uh, private attorneys. Uh, um, uh, what are they? The uh, crash and fall, slip and fall, personal injury attorneys out there in St. Louis. This is this is the couple that defended themselves. Her with a pistol. Him with a with an AR rifle. Uh, when their private neighborhood fence was busted down by between three and five hundred protesters. Uh, and well, first off, saying their fence was busted down and the gate was busted down should lead you to believe that they weren't out looking for a, you know, a, a legally good time. Yeah, you know? I mean, th- th- that, that method of entry and that amount of people, that's a mob. Correct, correct. Now, what we're going to hear from this, and I can, I can already hear the naysayers. Uh-huh. Uh, well, they never should have taken their guns out if they didn't know how to use them, or they never should have had guns if they don't have training. Um, Earl, do you want to see people with guns have training? Sure. Of course you do. I do. We all do. I don't know the reason these people don't have the level of training that you and I have. You know, they never came to it. I don't know what their politics are. I have no idea. Um, I know that I would rather be alive and have people ridiculing the way I carried a firearm as opposed to being dead and not having carried the firearm. Exactly. You know, to, to kind of borrow an age-old adage, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Exactly right. That's exactly right. Because the type of firearm used, right. the tactics used, uh, the caliber used, yeah. that's all going to fade in months or years. Right. What people are going to remember for eternity, who lived and who didn't. That's right. These people lived. The, nobody came up their driveway. Nobody came into their yard. Um they did not get rocked and bottled. They did not uh, experience, uh, you know, violent crime against them. Um, and, uh, you know, we posted a picture up on the old uh, Facebook page there, and you could see it. You know, what, what happens when you, when you have a gun and you go against a mob, and what happens when you don't have a gun and the mob comes looking for you? Yeah. You know? if, if you don't have a gun and the mob comes after you, more often than not, you get your ass beat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At a minimum. Yeah. And it's only because they decide to not kill you that you're not right, killed. Right. You know, when you're when you're taken on by three to five hundred people, when you're taken on by five people. If they decide that, uh, you know, you're going to you're going to eat pavement, you know, and we're going to crack your jaw on, on, on the concrete on the curb. It's going to happen. Yeah. You, know, you get as soon as you get knocked out by the third guy. You know, maybe you take on one. Maybe you take two. Maybe John Wick takes the third, you know, but <laughs> you get five or six people. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. You, know you got to. Yeah. And, and as I'm sure you uh, folks listening to us can uh, surmise very accurately, forget everything you see in TV and movies. Oh, yeah. 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 That is not real life. It looks cool as anything, but it ain't the way it really goes down. Exactly right. All right. Before we went to the break, we talked about the prosecutor. Yes. Kim- Kimberly Gardner. Okay. She was swept into office after the police shootings of black men and allegations of racial profiling rocked St. Louis and its surrounding suburbs. That was uh, Ferguson, the surrounding suburbs. Since she took office, and now she took office in 2016, she's fought to overturn convictions 
marred by claims of prosecutorial misconduct. Now, so that means the person she beat, this is, this is how she gets in office. Hey, there's a white prosecutor here. We've just had a bunch of uh, white on black crime, cop on black crime, you know, black versus black crime, whatever it happens to be. She comes in and said, I'm black. Uh, uh, I want to be your district attorney because I'm going to reverse all the convictions. This is what she said. I'm going to reverse all the wrongful convictions against black men. Well, why were they wrong, ma'am? Well, because they were black. So she played the race card played, to her favor. She played the race card to her favor. Okay. So, so now she's there in office and she has, listen, these are, I want, I want you to think of um, the top personal injury attorney in your town, in your state, wherever you happen to be listening to us to. And then I want you to think of the second most popular personal injury person in your town. That's who the McCloskeys are. They are the number two giant personal injury attorneys in town. So when you think of that one attorney in your town where he's on your TV all day long with his slogan and whatever it happens to be, that's who they are in St. Louis. The law firm of McCloskey and McCloskey. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. It's exactly what you've got there. So these are high-profile people. So what is she doing? She's doing more of her promising to overturn convictions. Um, She's ended the prosecution of most low-level marijuana charges. She's created an exclusion list of police officers that she doesn't deem credible witnesses. Uh, her lawsuits, she has, she's, she's filed a lawsuit against the city. She's filed a lawsuit against the police department and the police union uh, because of, they say, of their long history of racial inequality and prejudice in the criminal justice system. It sounds like she's just looking for reparations. <laughs> I mean, I, when, when, I, when we tell you folks that this is, this, is a, this is racist action by her. She, she took her playbook from, from, from President Obama. She took her playbook from Rahm Emanuel. She took her playbook from uh, um, Attorney General Eric Holder. This is where she got, that, she got this from. Yeah. She's, she's found political unrest due to racism, and now she's stoking the flames even more. Don't forget Al Sharpton. Oh, yeah, yeah, Al Sharpton. Of course, of course. Now... And I didn't forget, he's not a reverend. Right, right. Yo, um, listen, I, I, I want to be clear. The McCloskeys, uh, and again, depending on how you interpret Missouri law, if Missouri law says if you wave a firearm in somebody's direction and you're not, uh, you don't feel that deadly fourth is authorized, you, they, they may have committed that crime. That's probably a misdemeanor, probably a low-level felony, whatever it happens to be. This is one of those things where if she's not going to charge every protester as you and i talked about yeah she's not going to charge every rioter uh then how do you come down and say we're only going to charge the people that tried to defend themselves against the violent mob exactly that's stoking the flames of racism that's what that is she is making this problem worse with her racist views oh yeah uh i don't care if we flip this around i don't care if we if we if we put uh you know uh the people on the lawn were African American, and it was whites busted through the fence. You wave a gun at somebody, and and it's and it's you're not securing it correctly. Yeah, that could be brandishing. But if you don't go charge the mob, also, you're 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 you're, you're clearly one sided and partisan in this. Yes, uh, you you are you are making this worse, and you are trying. I don't know. Maybe she misses the good old days of Ferguson riots. I have no idea. No telling. Yeah, but but she is uh, she is not 
a friend to peace in St. Louis or in Missouri. I'll say that. Uh, you can interpret this any way you want to. And now if these, uh, listen, here's, here's, here's somebody with a couple of, if they had a couple of low-level misdemeanor charges against them for, for firearms, okay, um, here's your probation, you know, and uh, go, go, back, go back home. And it's not, it's not a felony conviction, so you can't even, you know, say they can't own firearms anymore. Yeah, 30 hours community service. Yeah, yeah that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and in, in their profession, all right, you want to do. Yeah, I'll do pro bono know, work for, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly right. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's what yeah. you got. So this uh, this this woman here, this uh, this uh, this Kimberly Gardner, this district attorney Kimberly Gardner, you want to find a source. You want to know what's going on. You want to know why things are getting bad again in St. Louis. Why these people are being looked at. Why they've had their firearms taken from them. Why they're facing conviction. It's because of this woman and uh, and her and her stoking the flames of racism. That's that's exactly what's going on there. This is. I mean, I'm reading. Her statements to you, folks. Oh, exactly. You know, exactly. I, I, I am not theorizing because she's a black woman and they're white. I am reading her statements. I'm reading her politics. I'm reading what she said to the community when she tried to get elected. So, I, I would, in a situation like this, I like to go along with what Morgan Freeman said. You know how to do away with racism? Quit talking about it. Yeah. I'm not a black man. You're not a white man. Right. You're an American. I'm exactly an American. Right. Exactly right. Yeah. You know, uh, that's something with the that they mentioned with uh, George Floyd. They someone stated that it was you know the innocent black man was killed by a white cop. Well, how about the innocent man was killed by police officer? Uh, police officer. Yeah. Uh, okay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I mean, no reason to say. And, and and that would have had the same effect without throwing in the race card in there. I mean, yeah. is is this a situation that needs to be investigated? Yes. Sure. Definitely. Yeah. But all this racism thrown on top of it is is 100% not necessary. Make it worse. Make it worse. Hey, you listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios location. Bravo. We'll be back after the break. She's, a, she's stoking the flames of racism. She's a racist half is what she is. The Keltec PMR30 is yeah. no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Oh, the, the innovation, drive performance, Keltec. Hit the two more at yeah, keltecweapons.com. When she died, yeah. Everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com. Around a curve. Just not a real American. That's Next Level Training. Dot com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio. Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? The only thing I saw on How about law enforcement? I haven't seen it since. Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? 
We also have specific packages designed exactly I, I haven't seen for anymore. I saw it once. Okay, what if I want to buy a lot of the video I saw? Yeah, right. we offered volume pricing. Yeah, him coming around the turn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was a mile right back and they had the highway closed. All of our search training pistols come with a one-year warranty. like anybody else would. Oh, my God. Two cars blocking the road. I'm going to go the path of least resistance. And then they were standing there doing the human chain across that part. Can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio Live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys and the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Snag Mag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios location, Bravo. Hey, I know what we did, uh, we, folks, we talked to you last segment, we talked to you about, about uh, last two segments, about the McCloskeys there and um, Kimberly Gardner, the district attorney in St. Louis. If, uh, if anything we say there, you, you know, offends or uh, went to, you think we got the law wrong on it, um, just remember, Kevin wasn't here to guide us in the right direction. So we're gonna, we're gonna, we're just gonna. What do you mean, guide us? He'd have been leading us down. Well, that he's road. our legal, he's our legal counsel. You know, he's yeah, he's true. the one that tells us don't go that way, don't go that way. <laughs> I mean, you tell us stay on focus, but he says don't go that way. You know, it's, yeah, I'm herding the cats. <laughs> I look at him. All right, which way am I herding? Them? Yeah, all right, let's yeah. go this way. So we're gonna blame that on Kevin. So uh, he wasn't here to defend himself. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, hey, let's talk guns. You want to talk some guns? I mean, we talked guns. All right, let's talk some guns. This is uh, these are always so subjective, and we're gonna give we're gonna give what the what the article talks about, and then we're gonna give what what, what we think. Personal opinion. Yeah, this is a, a recent article called "The Six Best Compact Compact High Capacity Nine Millimeter Handguns." The six best compact high capacity nine millimeter handguns. We're not even gonna get into. That's kind of like an oxymoron. It is. It, it is like friendly fire. Exactly. You know, compact high capacity. Yep. Oh yep. wait a minute. What? Which is it? We're not even going to get into how you know the forty or the three fifty seven sig is a better round, uh, or the forty five is a better better round than all of them. We're not going to get into that at all. We're, the one thing I, is just touching on that argument, like you're mentioning. I know you. Okay, can, we are going to get into it. <laughs> just shut up and let me. I'm just going to glance over the top of it. You, I was kidding. You, it's okay. <laughs> you feel forty five is God's caliber. It is. Not going to argue that. Right. But I believe you are at least open minded enough. You will realize. Given the one particular size, i.e., the frame size of one of these handguns, you can fit more nine millimeter in it than you can forty-five. Will I admit that? Absolutely, sure, I will admit that. Um, but then it takes it back to the whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that, <laughs> I just, I just simply yes or no. Yeah. Yo, yes, yes or no. Look, I'll answer. All yes, right, that's yeah, it. You got that's it. it. Can, no, can, no further questions. I will. I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna even give it to you more. Um, there's the. Uh, we have the, the 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 Glock 19. Yes. And the Glock 30s, right. which are which are identical in size. I mean the same very, holster, very, same everything. Very yeah. very comparable. Yes. Um, one holds 
uh, what's it? Fifteen rounds on the Glock nineteen. Fifteen plus one, and it's a uh, it's eleven plus one on the Glock thirty S. Okay. So absolutely, yeah, you're correct. Yeah, you're correct. Do do do. Oh, I can, yeah, no no arguing there. Those are facts. All right, here we go. Uh, so that we got this, and this this comes to us from uh, our friends over at uh, handgunsmag.com, handgunsmag.com. So you can check it out there and see all the good articles that they do as well. Um, they're always coming up with cool stuff. You know, it, it, it's it's pretty neat. First one here, newer gun, newer gun, the uh, the Sig P365. Yes. Now there's there's a couple different versions of that. You got, I think it's. Is, is the Hellcat one of those? Is that one of them there? Nope, different brand. Different brand? Okay, sorry. Skip out of that. The uh, the, P, the P365XL. Yes. That's the... Uh, that's Because you have your standard 365 and the XL, which is... What is that? That's a little bit longer on the, on the sight radius, a yeah, little bit the, longer on the barrel. The, the grip and slide are a little bit yep. larger. And the, the XL version is also from the factory set up to where it can take a red dot sight. Oh, very cool! Like a yeah, like the the, the MOS cuts, kind of like uh-huh. on a, on, a, on a Glock. Okay, uh-huh. gotcha, gotcha. Listen, I, I I've never had a problem with the Sig before. I mean, unless you drop it and it goes bang, that's a problem for me. <laughs> uh, that's and, and Sig is uh you know taking their share of abuse over the past couple of years. Oh yeah, We're still gonna uh, rib them about it over that. Yep. Um, the um, uh, I've just I, I own I own a, a two twenty. I got a two twenty and forty five caliber. In fact, mine says you've seen it earlier. It says made in West Germany on it. I've got it for more. <laughs> That's why you own it. More of you know collector forty five value than anything else. Um, it's 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 they're good they're good guns. I to me and we folks you hear us tell you this all the time when you we tell you to go try on a gun if you've never had oh, one before yes. go try one on. Yes. Well, when I try one on. This feels like some when I when I hold a sig, it's like I'm putting a right shoe on my left foot. It just it's not a good fit for me. Okay, it's just that's it, and that's just my opinion. Yeah, um, you you and your meat paws. I, I'm sorry, you know, and and then the two twenty is a big gun. It's just in my hand. It's just like, eh, I don't, you know, yeah, it's just, yeah, eh, just it's not the good fit. I, you know? I I know exactly how you how you feel. I mean, I for me, I a, a Glock does everything I want it to do. Right. Is it the end all be all? No. You know, uh, yeah, I agree sure. with you. I mean, you know, what I like and what you like are going to be 180 degrees different. Yeah. Are we both going to be able to get the same job done? Sure. Yeah. 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 Here we go. The one I misspoke about, the Hellcat. The okay. Sp- Springfield. Springfield Armory Hellcat. And the Springfield, this is a new one. Tell us about the Hellcat, Earl. Uh, I've I've actually gotten to handle one of these. And Ooh. surprisingly, it, it's kind of nice. And okay. like, you know, this says... It's a very, very small package, mm-hmm. and they're able to cram uh, 12 rounds into it. You Which is nice. You can get a, you know, a little optional, a little bit of an extended magazine, maybe you know, a little bit more for the pinky. Uh, you can get a 13 plus 1. And out of that size package, getting 14 rounds of 9, yeah, I, I wouldn't sneeze at that. Plus, you know, hey, it's, it's Croatian made. Yeah, that's like what twenty minutes from Austria. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. A, a little inside inter- information, folks. Springfield bought the factory in uh, Croatia. Yeah. The, this first came over in America as the HS two thousand. You could buy one for three hundred bucks. Right. But then as soon as Springfield slapped their name on it, that was like five fifty. Yeah. Yep, yep, exactly right, exactly right, and and both of these guns, it's the ones that we've, we've talked about so far, the Hellcat and the uh, the, the three sixty five, they're both in that five fifty to six hundred dollar range. Okay, uh, let's see, we, we we roll down to the next one is the the Taurus G three C. 
The Taurus G3C. Somebody at Taurus is paying a lot of money to get magazine reviews. I have no doubt this is a good little gun. I want to say Taurus has really worked on their game. They have. For their reliability and their performance. I have no personal experience with this. But I have witnessed a lot of people saying, you know, one of the main sales tactics of with Taurus is you have a lifetime warranty on the firearm. Right. Good. You're going to need it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like from Tommy Boy. You know, when you, <laughs> you know, lifetime warranty on our brakes. Hey, I could take a dump in a box, too, until it's got a lifetime warranty. <laughs> Where do you want them to work? You know, that's <laughs> Now, uh, having said that, yeah. I, I, yeah, like I said, I have no experience with it. I hope I am wrong. Uh, but I, where I will concede with with a Taurus, if if that's all your budget is, pick one up. Right. Yeah. Listen, not a bad gun. I've had it in my hands. Uh, it's about a three hundred dollar gun. Here's what I will tell you, Taurus. Let's talk again in five years and ten years, and let's see what the what the reviews are of your gun's longevity. Yes. yes. If you if if you get there in five and ten years with reliability, then we kick you up to the next level. Sure. Yeah. That's that's the only no, difference I think no between hesitation. these right now. Yep. No now, hesitation. And if it's still good in ten years, it's going to be five hundred dollars. <laughs> they're going to be like, <laughs> they're going to tell you how great it was. Um, Ruger Ruger American Compact Ruger's come a long way. Um, oh. Ruger's I think a step. Uh, Ruger's at that step right now between say a Taurus and and your Sigs and, yes. your, and your Springfields yes. Yes. because they have been on the market for five years, ten years. And Ruger's got that name. I mean, to me, yeah. the, this the American Compact. Uh, I zero experience with one. Just saw the photo of this one right now. L- good looking pistol. Yeah. Uh, and because of the Ruger name, I would definitely give it a good shake. Uh, Ruger is not going to put out something not worthy of their namesake. Yep. Another one moving five fifty six hundred dollars. Next one, the Mossberg M two C. Listen, I, I, what this came out yesterday? I think this came out yesterday. This gun. Maybe I don't know. Um, Go try it. Read the reviews. Uh, don't buy one for five years. It, it, yeah. it looks very glockish. It does. Yeah. Give it some time. The Shields, obviously the Smith & Wesson Shield is a great gun, oh, especially yeah. the Shield 2s now yep. um, with the uh, with the squeeze cock on the back of them. Um, well, that's, that's a grip safety. Grip safety. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. You're it's right. You're right. Uh, they're, they're, they're great guns. Smith & Wesson, they've been out a while now. Um, if you're one of those people that must have a safety on a firearm, this is the one to have. Yeah. This is the one to have. And... Being the Glock guy I am, I've got to leave throw, it. Leave it with us. Go, go ahead. Take us away. I've got to throw in the G48. Yep. Essentially, it's a single stack Glock 19. Yep. Now, I do realize from the factory that comes with a 9 plus 1 round count. Right. Or no, sorry, 10 plus 1. But the beauty of the aftermarket, American creativity and industrialization. Metal mags. They found out how to yep. make a 15-round magazine yep. fit in that pistol. So you've got essentially a single stack nine with 15 plus one rounds. You got, a, go. we, you got a six list. We gave you seven with Glock as number one. We'll see you next segment. Until then, exercise your second member rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, do, do, do. not just because it's foldable and adjustable, no, we're good. Yeah, seven but guns, because folks. it can seven take guns. most popular handgun magazines. G-Lock so number one. one how do you leave Glock off of that list? You know how? Because you know Glock said, I'm not paying you to get on your list. Curiosity turns to right, pure we're adrenaline. We're this back up. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. 
See more at caltechweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine nope. holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload. Yeah, see, but I, you I take that back to like the Remington gun when they first came out. exactly Dude, where you need it I mean, when you need let's it. Let's at least see somebody shoot one. You know, uh, put one in your hands. I mean, those guns came out from Remington no for... Such thing as extra yeah, ammo. They hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, with Mike, Kevin, and Earl, Concealed Carry, Gun Safety, The Law, The Latest Gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I uh, do not do the program by myself, although today it was close. <laughs> uh, but on my right, we have the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. I actually did think about just staying back down the street a little ways around the <laughs> corner. Wait, you know, figure, eh, just so you can watch the pacing. He's, he's, he's going to be panicking right about <laughs> All right, I'll pull up now. Um, normally on the left would be the courtroom assassin, the illegal ninja, maximum effort, attorney Kevin Maxwell. But he's working another case today. He's uh, he's, he's got... Uh, I guess it uh, just uh, came up, popped up, and uh, he's out there taking care of business and uh, you know trying to, to work, trying to, trying to. What, what, what does he say? It's uh, it's 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 uh, servicing the client, or, or servicing the account. That's it, servicing the account. He's got to take care of the client. Got to take care of the servicing the account. Got to take care of the client. That's what it is. Uh, nah. Okay, he's not here. So at your defense, you tell it the way you so want. So good for him. Hey, I don't know. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> That's, um, and normally Major Bill would be with us. Now, the way, I mean, listen, I look at the show like this. We got the three majors and the one minor. And who's the one minor? He's the major. He's the major. The major is the minor. Then we got three majors on the program. So the one minor, that's the major, is not going to be with us today. He confirmed during the last break. Unless he gets free, then he will be with us. So he confirmed he's not going to be with us. Unless he can be with us, then which he will call and he'll be with us. Otherwise, he won't be with us. So that's how it's going for him. Uh <laughs> Are you right, Earl? You look like you're. Eh? Va- you got like vapor lock going what? on there or something. What did he say? 
So he is. Uh, he will not be calling in today unless he does. So. <laughs> It's He's just, not going to be doing it unless he decides to do it. Unless he decides to do it. Unless he decides what? to do it. Uh, so that's just hey, that's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, lots of stuff going on in the world today. I'm going to jump right in uh, with with some more uh, with some more news. We we gave you uh, we gave you Missouri earlier. We talked about uh, some nine millimeter handguns. Um, I, I got a couple of things that I think the the major was going to be talking about, um, but. Uh, so I'm, so I'm kind of leaving those towards the end in case he does. Just in case. Just in case. Um, I do want to give you some news out of Texas. We should have we should have seen what uh, Doctor John was doing today. Yeah. Think about it. He's our Texas uh, field reporter. Exactly. Yep. Um, there, there's a growing number of Texas sheriffs that are refusing to enforce the governor's face mask requirement. Yeah. Now, if you remember, in Texas. They were one of the ones that put out a pretty strict. Some of the cities, uh, and you know, put out a pretty strict, uh, you know, in the counties and the pretty strict, you know, face mask requirement. Right. And do you remember in Dallas? Remember they had the salon owner. We talked about her, right? Where she said, uh, you know, enough's enough. I'm going back to work. Right. They wanted her to keep her business closed. Right. She said, No, I've got, I, I've got to, I've got employees. I've yeah. got to provide for. Yeah. She wasn't really thinking about herself. Right. Though, I mean. She's got bills to pay as well. But she's right. Like, I got people I'm responsible for. Yeah. And she wasn't like, gonna come come here and we're going to cough on each other. She's like, come on down. We're all going to wear masks. You know, this wasn't one of those, you know, kumbaya, hold hands and we'll pray that we don't get diseases. She was going to take all the precautions. Everybody's going to wear gloves. Everybody's going to wear masks. Even the, even the, the patriots were mm-hmm. going to have to wear a yep. mask. Well, you know, she, she said, uh, or the, 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 the county told her, the city told her no. So she told them, uh, well, Go pound sand. Go pound sand. And they came. They brought a judge's order out and said, you you have to cease and desist. And she said, let me see that judge's order. And she, and she did kind of like, do you remember that scene in movie Major League where <laughs> where the manager said to Dorn, Hey, Lou, is it written in my contract? <laughs> I don't have to do any un, unessential calisthenics I don't think I need to do. Yep. What do you think of that? And then he dropped the contract on the ground and watered it. <laughs> Himself. Himself. Well, she did pretty much the same stuff. She stood up in front <laughs> and tore it in half and goes, here you go, Mr. Judge. Here's what I got for you in your piece of paper. Yeah. Um, which, on a sidebar, is why we tell you, if you feel threatened, get a firearm because a restraining order slash a piece of paper will not defend you. Does nothing. Yeah. So Because you got to hold it just, just right, right yeah. to cut them. Yeah. So, that, you know, so she went back and forth. Uh, she got put in jail for two days and mm-hmm. until the governor's office and the attorney general's office finally got involved and said, uh, no, that's ridiculous. Now, however, a month later, two months later, with a couple more cases of COVID, mind you, the death rate has not gone up and the ICU rate has not gone up. But the governor said, we want this order uh, back in place. Well, there are many sheriffs now, and this continues to grow, just like we saw with the Second Amendment supporting sheriffs. I'm sure this number will continue to grow. Well, the the thing is, too, the, the governor is bringing, bringing the uh, order back in, but then also with penalties for noncompliance. Correct, correct. If, if, as the, the way this article says, if you're a repeat offender, don't right. know if that's just once or multiple times, right. may be fined up to... Two hundred and fifty dollars may 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 or may not be detained or jailed. Right. Yeah, and uh, I guess this order applies to the counties in Texas that have twenty or more coronavirus cases, 
Is it, listen, I mean, you go out in West Texas, there might be only you know eight people that live there in yeah. one, of, one of those counties. So three hundred thousand cows, but eight. Uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and forty thousand oil rigs. You know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um, out there in you know West Salome, you know Texas, whatever it is. So you got uh, you got sheriffs out there that have said, hey, "No, not going to happen. It's not. We're not doing it. We're not enforcing it." So yeah, this is unconstitutional. Yeah, and, and, and the unconstitutional part that they're talking about is there's so many exemptions in it. Oh yeah. How could you require all of you know you know all of uh, you know uh, somebody of, of one kind of people? This I mean it's it's like saying, you know, this uh, white people can carry guns, black people can't. What? <laughs> it's, well, I re- you can't put exemptions in there like that. That's a Jim Crow style law. You can't do that. I remember the headline, of, but I don't remember all the details. That I want I want to say it was out in liberal, loony land of uh, uh, Seattle that somebody said that white people have to wear masks, black people oh, don't. Oh, uh, Oregon was it? Okay. Oregon or, or Seattle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the funny thing is, you bring up this article. I was actually having a conversation with my wife on the way over here about this, and. So many people here in Florida talk that you know masks are, are a partisan issue. Yeah. No, it's not that so many people are actually fighting against the masks themselves. On a separate note, I think the science behind the masks yeah. is uh, very shaky at yeah, best. At best. At best. But what so many Americans, not just Floridians, but Americans themselves, a uh, an elected official is mandating slash forcing that. Yeah. Da- you know, ramming it down our throats. Yeah. No, you can give me the information, and I'll make the decision myself. Exactly right. Exactly right. You know, you're not a king. You That's can't, right. You can't create a law at the stroke of a pen. Right. We have an established legal process to create laws. This ain't one of them. Exactly right. Folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Location Bravo. We'll be back after the break. The Caltech PMR30 is oh, a baby. lightweight pistol yeah, that will uh, up with me, its me, 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 Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech USA. Got to talk to Phil about it for five times this week. Yeah. Tactical accessories for AR-15, 115 out there this week. And this weekend, yeah. 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 That's when I told you. Listen, I'd rather have 105, 110 in the desert as opposed to a wet ball of 100, 105 here. You start getting 115 out there, though? No. no just, you just, that's just, you don't go outdoors. Yeah. yeah, you just don't go outdoors. When customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A dot com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. 
then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. One minute back in one. One minute. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special. Yes, they do. Or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette yes, with a high-capacity horsepower engine. Alan, can I borrow yours? Miles per hour. Alan's got a but sweet the Corvette. Honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. You have the right to read books that you like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress today. the way we want nice. to. You also have the right to own firearms of our choice. Blue so the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Location Bravo. There we go, Location Bravo. This is our um, temporary, no, alternate, alternate, alternate uh, broadcast studio. So that's where we are coming to you from. Because we got the COVID thing going on. The, uh, the most of the studios are you're, you're, you're locked out of the, uh, the COVID studio. You can't go there. So um, Tom, our producer, apparently he's been locked in there for four months now. They won't let him leave the building. He's uh, he's you know we're he's locked in. We're locked out. That's just that's just the way it goes. But you know that's dedication. That's right there. Sucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't give him any extra pay. They just expect him to sweep you know, at night. <laughs> there's a little. There's a little slot in the door. They shove in food three times a day. There you go. A little slot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a little, little slingshot food coming at you. There you go. Lots of pancakes. <laughs> He's getting fed. Lots of pancakes and waffles, that kind of stuff. Um, let's see here. Um, the Gun Rights Policy Conference is coming to Orlando here uh, just over two months from now, September 18th, 19th, and 20th. Now, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Here's what, here's what we think is going on. Um, uh, I spoke with Mr. Gottlieb recently. Uh, it's a go. It's So far, it's a go. Now, if... There's a, I don't know, some sort of an outbreak, you know, week, two week before, and they shut down hotels and everything all over again, uh, you know, then, then, it's, then it's up in the air. As of right now, uh, and it has been for the last month or two, it's, it's at the Marriott Orlando Airport. This is the one right on the north side of the airport in Orlando. If you've, if you've been to Central Florida, 
uh, is where it's going to be held at. Friday, Saturday, Sunday event. Uh, actually kind of starts informally Thursday night. But Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the event goes on. Uh, you're going to get uh, speakers for, for two days, two and a half days in there. Just talking about incredible, you know, uh, you know, I mean, rock stars of the gun industry and the gun policy making industry. I heard also, too, that uh, they were on some aspects they're they're uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel. I heard you're speaking. Oh, I am. I will be speaking there. <laughs> I, I, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm a Sunday speaker, though. I'm, I'm a cleanup speaker. You know, there's just, I have to show them that. Uh, you know, like you can, you can, you can work the side room, you know, for 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 a couple of events before they bring you on the main stage. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a great thing, and uh, you'll you'll get to see some uh, incredible incredible people there. Also, you'll you'll be on the ground floor of what the gun policy is going to be for the next year. Organizations from every state will be there. Uh, I do know that there's going to be a uh, a gathering uh, right outside of the the event at the local VFW. With transportation provided, hosted by a certain arms room radio show. What? Uh, <laughs> that. Uh, Wait a minute. There's going to be there's, there's going to be the the arms room radio fund, uh, hosted party at the VFW down the street from this on Saturday night. So we'll get you more of that, Orlando, as you come. If you're in Florida, you need to be driving to this. You need to be coming up to this. Even if you're just coming up for one day, you're going to get first off. You're going to take home like a hundred dollars worth of free books, and you get a free lunch. So. And then you're just going to meet incredible people. The people that you hear on the show here, you hear on our friends' programs. Uh, it's just, it's just, a, it's, it's incredible. So you'll, uh, you'll have a good time. Believe us. You'll, you'll learn a lot, and you'll have a good time. Uh, we need to jump back to stats. We haven't covered stats in a couple of weeks. We have to give our, our statistics out so people can, uh, we can, we can tell you how much we appreciate everybody that's uh, listening involved in the program here. Uh, first off, uh, if you should be, if you're not listening to us on your local radio station, you could be listening to us now on uh, armsroomradio.com. You can hear the live feed from three to five on Sundays. We're calling that the premium feed now because you get to hear us between commercials. You get to hear, like Earl and I always say, sometimes the best radio happens between the commercials or during the commercials. Well, you get to hear that part now. Sometimes there's actually insightful stuff. The other, the other time, it's kind of like. <laughs> Wait, yeah. insightful? Yeah, yeah. Wait, us? Yeah. Nah. yeah it's like, it's like hey, what size shoes you think these are? You know, it's that kind of conversation, you know? Um, so let's see here. Yeah, like last week was, what size shoe does Shaq wear? That was a big deal. <laughs> that, was a big, that was a big deal. We, so. we could canoe in that. We could canoe, canoe. All right, here we go. Statistics. We're going to start with the, uh, with the top countries. Top countries, Earl, I'm going to give it up to you. Country number one is... Uh, let me see here. Uh, USA, USA, USA. Yes, sir. USA, USA. We did it again. Number two, holding strong, and number two is Ireland. Ireland, Ireland, Ireland. Ah, oh, these are me lucky terms. Um, number three, Cambodia. Really? I don't know. We got this something going on in Cambodia. It's just we've always had big Cambodian. Uh, well, I don't know if they're big. I mean, how big is a Cambodian? I don't. I guess they're just regular sized people, right? Yeah, Cambodian I, people. I, but, I guess, yeah. I but we have a decent Cambodian-sized pop, uh, list, list, listenership. listenership. Yeah, there, there you, go, you go. go. There you go. Number four. Use your the, words. Use the your Russian words. Federation. Dobre ultra. I I just attribute this to Kevin. <laughs> it's yeah. just uh, Kevin and his cousin Victor or whatever it is. You know. Uh, number friend. Number five. Our friends up in the. Uh, <laughs> number friend. Number friend. Number five. <laughs> number five. Our friends up in the Great White North. Eh. Hey. Uh, take off, you hosers up there, Canada. Bob and Doug. Hey. Uh, number six is the United Kingdom. Number seven, we have another United, the United Arab Emirates. 
Oh. Yeah. UAE jumping in there. Hmm. Uh-oh. N- number eight. I wonder if Kevin should be worried. Oh, boy. That's true. Maybe that's where he is. Yeah. Number eight, Norway with our good friends, the Norwegians. Norwegian. Norwegian. Yes, yes, yes. Did they have a, they had a volleyball team? No, that was the Swedish. <laughs> the Swedish. Um, close. Close, yep. Yeah. Uh, number nine, Kenya. 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 And number 10, New Zealand. New Zealand. You know, you know why New Zealand's coming up? Is they got rid of all their guns. Because they're down under. <laughs> yeah, they got rid of all their guns. Remember, they had them taken away after their we can't shooting shoot them. down there in so Christchurch. We, we can at least listen to people talk about yeah. them. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is a real place, by the way. Cities. We're trying to give you some of the, some of the top cities. Simi Valley, California. You know, growing up, I thought that was like one of them fake TV places. The fake, you know, <laughs> a fake city where they always talked about in California, you know. You know, like, like well, Springfield on uh, The Simpsons. I always thought Simi Valley was fake. Yeah, California created its own city called City of Industry. Yeah, right, 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 yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Wisconsin listening, Tallahassee listening, and uh, and their number one con- number one city outside of the country, friends in uh, in Dublin. So thank Dublin. you, thank you for thank you for paying attention. Oh, thank you for following along. They got good beer there. They, they oh they do they do they do they oh, do. Oh yeah. Um, I uh, no I can't. It's a weird daytime show. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> can't go there. Can't go there. Um. You know, we squeeze, we squeeze this in. We got a couple of minutes here. Let's see. We got uh, we got three four minutes left here. Um, AK forty sevens. You guys like a good AK forty seven? I got nothing against them. Um, I uh, I'm, I'm not a I'm I'm, I'm all right with K- AKs. I like the AK. I uh, I saw them uh, being used by uh, <laughs> the opposition forces. I would call them. I guess. Oh like, yeah. Uh, yeah. The people that uh, had no problem. Uh, you know. Uh, when I was on the two-way rifle range. <laughs> when you were downrange. Downrange, there you go. Downrange in yeah. the sandbox. What uh, what first caught my eye on this was, oh, man, they're making these here now. This is wonderful. <laughs> I can't believe they're making AKs now in the United States. I can't believe I, this is This is great. Yeah. It was halfway through the... Uh, the uh, the article before I realized they were talking about Armenian assault rifles, not American, not American assault rifles. You saw AR and <laughs> yeah. uh, ARM, and all right, okay, your brain just glossed over it. Armenian assault rifles. I, I did that myself on the title, uh, you know, reading the 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 headline of the article. I was like, uh, maybe, no, wait a minute, that's not long enough to say American. That's Armenian. <laughs> uh, this immediately led me to go see if we had a trade agreement with Armenia. Well, immediately I tried to see where Armenia was, and then second, you know, third, <laughs> second was, do we do we have trade agreement with Armenia? Uh, Armenia assault rifle factory begins production now. Uh, the assembly of the Kalishnikov, the AK-103 assault rifles, under license in Armenia, has commenced at the Neutron GAM facility. And this is the Neutron GAM, big GAM. To me, Earl, it sounds like they'd make the plasma rifle in the forty watt range at the Neutron uh, GAM facility. You, just what you see in the case, sir. Just <laughs> what you see in the case. So this means they're going to be select fire. This means they will be probably select fire uh, exportable to a uh, uh, importable country like ourselves. Not if they're select fire. Oh, yeah. Well, if you you want to select all the options on the firearms. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're calling them assault rifles. so That means they must be a select fire. (laughs) You are correct. You're correct. Yep. Uh, a tour by the prime minister there and their minister of defense uh, revealed a number of aims for the factory as well as defense industry projects for the. Now, this is going to sound racist. This is another reason I grabbed this article. The Caucasian country. You know why it's a Caucasian country? 
No. Because they're located in the Caucasus region of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes them... It's a region. A Caucasian <laughs> country. Uh, new facility able to produce 50,000 rifles per year. Which may sound like a lot. But I think you and I produced 50,000 rifles a year. Yeah, sometimes it, felt, it seemed <laughs> one, like it. At one point. Oh, I'm just looking at <laughs> so, all the different calibers they're offering. Yeah, yeah. 762 by 39, 762 by 54, 12.7 millimeter, 9 by 18, 9 by 19. Wow. Give it a little while, folks. We should have some new AKs in the country here, so uh, we'll see how it goes. Stick around. Uh, you listen to Arms Room Radio. We'll see you after the break. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be better than a Wasser. I mean, I know that, yeah. What a silly rifle. <laughs> oh, what a shitty rifle. There you go. Playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO until comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's gonna happen next? And how long am I gonna be here? It's great. The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off the backpack for me, and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for that. Oh, I was going to save that for the last one. I got the the stolen car story from him. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy life. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be so in your everyday. So protect insurance? your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to suspicious. local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. That's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or the post office to register. I heard that. She says that like, what's the other one? Yeah. 
Redundancy Department. The, 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 the Department of Redundancy Radio, Department. Live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studio. Okay, up the phone here. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Marine Staff Sergeant Christopher J. Antonick died July 11, 2010, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Antonick, 29, of Crystal Lake, Illinois, was assigned to the 1st Marine Special Operations Battalion, U.S. Marine Corps Special Operations Command, Camp Pendleton, California. He was killed in action while supporting combat operations in the Helmand Province, Afghanistan. Antonick informed his dad when he was 10 years old that he planned to become a Marine. After graduating from Prairie Ridge High School, he joined the Marine Corps in May of 2001 and was trained in reconnaissance. He was promoted to Staff Sergeant in February of 2009, joining the Special Operations in September of 2009. It was Antonick's third tour overseas after two tours in Iraq. He is survived by his childhood sweetheart and beloved wife, Erin, parents, John and Cindy, sister, Jen, nieces and nephews, Kyle, Alexander, Jack, and Alexa, his grandmother, Florence, and his dog and faithful companion, Chase. Marine Staff Sergeant Christopher J. Antonick, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, pre-recorded Kevin, for uh, sponsoring this program as you have for day one. So, um uh, again, uh, luck to you and your client out there on the road, and uh, luckily we uh, we got a few drops of your voice, so we can fill in when we need to. Um, folks, uh, make sure you check about it. it's maxlaworlando.com. That's maxlaworlando.com for all your legal needs. Uh, if you're not in Florida, you're not in Georgia, you're not in Louisiana where he where he practices, feel free to give Kevin a call, and he can help you find an attorney wherever you happen to be. If you're listening up there to us in uh, Kitsap County, Washington, that's okay. You're over in Dover, Delaware. Check us, check him out, Max Law Orlando. He can help you find a good attorney where you are. Uh, hey, um, we normally have on the line with us the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio, uh, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. But he, he is not available. He's uh, he's got uh, he's busy. He's got something going on. He's violating rights. He got a thing. He got a thing he's doing out there. He got a thing he's doing. So we're gonna we're gonna bring you some Major Bill stories. Gonna bring you some major bill stories. Uh, now he sent me. Uh, he sent me this one, and uh, this is a, this is a great story. This is a, the only thing that's missing from this story is Florida man. That's that's the only thing that's missing from it. This is Oregon man driving stolen vehicle crashes into woman driving stolen car. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this 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 has got Florida written all over it. I'm sorry. Uh, if yeah. these two people are not from Florida. That they were on the way here. You know, this is yeah, this, this is how this goes. Uh, we've we've got uh, car crash Sunday resulted in both drivers being arrested 
after police in Oregon discovered that both were driving stolen vehicles. The uh, Newburgh Dundee police chased Randy Lee Cooper, 27, in a stolen Land Cruiser before he careened into a Buick Regal as he was attempting to elude officers. Cooper was arrested and charged with multiple crimes, including assault and unauthorized use of a motor vehicle. I like that, unauthorized use of a motor vehicle. It makes it sound like, oh, you're not supposed to park it there. You know, that's, yeah. a, that's an unauthorized use of that vehicle. It doesn't make it sound like, you know, grand theft auto or, you know, or stolen uh, felony theft or anything like that. Uh, in the process, by the way, the police discovered that the driver of the Buick, 25-year-old, Kristen Nicole Beeg, would you say that Beeg, Beeg, B-E-G-U-E, Beeg, Beeg, Begu, Begoo, Close Begu, Beeg. Uh, she was under the influence of intoxicants, and her vehicle had also been reported stolen three weeks prior. I could just uh, see that. I didn't know I was intoxicated. I didn't know it was stolen. Well, okay, she, she's under the influence of intoxicants. Is she drunk or high? Oh, yeah. Maybe she's a little, maybe, maybe she got the combo going there. Maybe she got, <laughs> maybe she got a little bit of both, you know? Maybe she got some. She got a, a a brown paper bag of gold spray, gold spray paint. I have, we have no idea. Ah, uh, doing a little huffing. Yep. She was also arrested and charged with driving under the influence and unauthorized use of a motor vehicle. Now, if you have an unauthorized use of motor vehicle that hits another unauthorized use of motor vehicle, then that cancel each other out. Uh, Is that not how it works? I, I, no, it's it's not like you know off- offsetting fouls. So that's what I, th- I I just I didn't know these two. I'm looking at their pictures. They, they could be like, you know, brother and sister or dating. Wait, I guess wait, it's Oregon. Wait, wait, yeah. Oh, Oregon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. So. As long as you didn't say Alabama. No, 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 no. No, these ones they look like they have their teeth. So this is, or they got shoes on. <laughs> that's right. West Virginia is the teeth one, right? And uh, Alabama is the shoe one. Okay. Is that how it goes? All right. We love you all, folks. We love you all. We we kid. We kid. We got we got jokes. Well. <laughs> We think we've got jokes. We, we think we've got, we got people screaming at us out there right now. All right, I'll show you. You freaking, 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 freaking. Oh, boy. Well, uh, if, if they've listened to us any at all, they they clearly recognize we are very unpolitically correct. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Um, <laughs> if let, not, they're in for a rude awakening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if we can uh, we can squeeze in one more uh, little story here. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Oh, oh story. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Squeezing. What you talking about? Yeah, no squeezing me. We got here. We got uh, this. Is this one's a little more serious? This is um, uh, this is something you don't want to do. Uh, a licensed carrier forfeits his gun rights. You know how he did that. You know how this butt clown did that by drawing on a man. Well, maybe that guy was breaking. The, maybe he was, he was robbing a bank. Maybe that guy was uh, assaulting somebody. No, no, no. He wasn't wearing a mask. Yeah, Jack Wagon was not wearing a mask. Uh, want to lose your carry license and gun rights for life? It's easy. Pull a gun on someone because they aren't wearing a mask inside a store. It just happened to a 59-year-old Boston man after he threatened a maskless younger man with his gun in a Walgreens parking lot. First off, if you actually are able to get a concealed weapons license in the state of Massachusetts, my oh my, what are you risking this kind of nonsense for? Yeah. Listen, if I get a if I get a gun permit in Massachusetts. They'd, they'd have to be in the 12th or 13th, you know, crimes of the crime spree for me to pull it out and go, <laughs> yeah, maybe now I'll stop it. Because yeah. I, Wait a minute. You, do, do I know anybody involved? Yeah. Personally? Yeah. Because, I mean, that is tough to get. Uh, they don't come easily in the Bay State. Maybe the gun owner in question thought a concealed carry license imbued him with special powers 
Uh, it does not. We know that now. Uh, the Boston man was arrested after police said he pointed a gun at the man in the parking lot for not wearing face covering inside a store. Uh, you know, all, all the nonsense we've talked about where, well, if you're not wearing a mask, you're a threat to me. Here's what's going to happen to you. Yeah, okay? That, this that, is what you're going to get. That's what I was going to say is regardless of your opinion of, of the COVID virus epidemic, pandemic situation, not wearing a mask is not a fear of... You know, Im- imminent fear, unfounded of loss fear. Of yeah, life. yeah, 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 exactly. You know, may you get sick. Yeah. Uh, hey, the, you know this. If, even if you do end up testing positive, you've got a ninety-nine point nine percent chance of surviving. That's right. Yeah. So if you're a Todd Golston, fifty-nine in Massachusetts, got to spend a few nights in the old Gray Bar Motel up there. Yeah. Uh, don't don't go pointing your your gun at people for not wearing masks. Absolutely ludicrous, uh, okay. and, and you and you deserve to lose your gun rights for the re- rest of your life. Yeah, getting a concealed carry permit gives you no authority, no arresting powers, n- you know, no authority to quell an argument or you know, no. You know, are, is you are you or an immediate member of your family, or I will even stretch all the way out to. Are you witnessing a member of society in immediate bodily harm or fear of death? No? Move along. Yeah, listen, just so you guys are clear, this thing started as uh, these two fighting in the store, verbal argument. Then as they went out into the parking lot, uh, bad guy Golston went over to the car because he didn't even carry it on him. He he left the situation, went, retrieved his firearm, And then came back into yeah. the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, three or four different ways he's messed up. Yeah, right now off the top of my head, he uh, he should have went home. Yeah, he should have he should have taken his little attitude, put it in his little back pocket, and and got out of there. Uh, it's just amazing, and he's lucky that this the victim, the thirty year old victim, wasn't carrying a firearm. Yeah, because then it would have been you know oh, well game on. You, you know? got one. I, I got one too. I got one too. Let's see. Back to back, 10 paces. Let's see who's a better shot. Yeah, there you go. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, if you're law enforcement, brothers and sisters wearing a badge out there, go home, wear your badge, or excuse me, wear your vest, button your seatbelts, and go home at the end of your shift. Major Bill will see you next week. And always watch your six. The Caltech PMR30. <laughs> That's why I was like, "Wait, I got to change the ending." <laughs> Not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, bracers done. There's 29 more. Innovation. He went to the house and took his guns too. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America. Kind of like, 
totally not what Thank I was thinking. Thank you for calling Next Level Training. Now this I'm is Jen. How can I help you today? I'm a little concerned that I ordered. Hi, Jen. This, you know? is, Mike. is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. you go to the prom She wasn't. Not a chance. Thanks for calling, She's not though. a bad-looking young lady. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. It's That's the nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. This is the Snag Mag section of the program. I want to say hello to our Snag Mag friends, to uh, Christine, Neil, and Jack. So hello to hello to our Snag Maggers. If you don't have a Snag Mag, you need to get one. You need to get one. If you don't have a Snag Mag, you're wrong. That's right. Get one at uh, snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. 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 So get you, get you one there. Uh, you know, it's the last segment here. We got to get a couple stories we could give you, but we're going to give you this one. Yeah, we're going to give you this one on the left. You see it? You see the one I'm talking about, folks? I'm pointing to it right now. Florida gun owner shoots, kills multiple armed intruders. Now, we do have a Florida story. See? See, we do have a Florida right. story. This, this is a Florida man story. I don't really mind. This is a good one. A Pasco County mag, mag? Pasco County man in Florida. Pasco County is uh, just north of Tampa on the west coast of Florida. So up, up that way. Crystal River? Yeah, yeah, about, about over that way. Yeah, Crystal River. Uh, b- hey, b- they got a nuclear power plant over there. Oh, they do. They do. Yeah. They got uh, they got uh, good good warm water swimming. <laughs> good warm water swimming. It's, it's real popular with manatees. Oh, it, it is. Oh. Uh, Pasco County, Florida man who believes he was targeted after posting pictures of his gun collection online. All right, stop the car here for a moment. Let's go and uh, the, review the first uh, sentence. If you have a gun collection, don't post it online. Yeah, no. You have a, I don't know, anything of value collection. <laughs> don't yeah, don't no. post it online. You got a Beanie Baby collection. Don't post it online. Yeah, no. Right? Unless you're posting on eBay trying to sell. Yeah, it. exactly. Something like that. And then it's all covered under you know screen names and, right, right. and cities. That's about the most you I mean, can get. So. I, I can kind of sympathize with him. I mean, what little collection I've got, I'm proud of. Yeah. Hey, look what right. I got. This is, this is pretty cool. Right, right. But if I don't know you personally... Yeah. For a while. Yeah. I ain't showing you what I got. Right. Exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah, my uh my personal page on uh you know, social media is all you know, dropping memes and that kind of stuff. There if I've got something more private, it's in a 
a group of closer friends or it's, right. you know, via texting right. or something like that. But not just dropping that stuff on online and showing it to people, you know. And definitely not showing the outside of my house or an address. You know, come, come on. <laughs> come on. You know, hello, McFly. Uh, yep. Yeah, no, no, no. So this guy posted his gun collection online and then three people broke into his home early Friday morning. Now this man uh, dispatched two of them. By well, dispatch, I mean when, he took their lives over away from them. When, when they broke in, he was home. Yeah. Again, listen, I'm not giving tips to bad guys, but <laughs> you want to break into a house and steal that, some guns. That, I was going to say, that, that, that's <laughs> a tip <laughs> so generic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you would <laughs> think everybody breathing oxygen would know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Pat- as, as you well know in your you know, lengthy career of apprehending criminals... Criminals I got you. quite often aren't the smartest group. No, 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 they are not. They are not. Pasco County Sheriff Chris Noko told reporters this past Friday that the victim was awake and alone in his home playing video games when he heard the sound of glass breaking coming from the rear of the home. Grabbing his firearm, the homeowner went to check out the noise. And as he was walking down a narrow hallway towards the rear of the home, he spotted an intruder armed with a gun of his own. Tell me, he heard the beep. <laughs> <laughs> well, my first thought, as soon as you're saying, you know, walk down a narrow hallway, uh, yeah, it's, oh, fatal funnel. Exactly. Yep, yep. The homeowner shot and killed the first intruder and then took out the second one who was right behind the first. When the first one fell, yep. he engaged yeah. the second one. Like ducks. It's like, yeah. you know, pop, 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 first one down, pop, 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 second one down. At some point, one of the three intruders managed to fire a gun, but the homeowner was able to shoot him too. Before his gun jammed, so I'm, I'm the homeowner's gun. Home, jammed. Yeah, exactly right. When the homeowner's gun jammed, he went to grab another one. At that moment, the third intruder managed to get up and run away, but not before the homeowner said, "Hey, take that with you." <laughs> well, <laughs> he had a actually, bullet in his butt. Did, did uh, he get a bullet in his butt, or I, th- I think the homeowner may have engaged him because he was saying that the the third guy was able to get up and get away. So uh, the way I read this. He shot all three of them yes. in their order of coming in the window. Yeah, right, right. The first two, he had a better shot on them, so they're not getting up again. Right. The third one, he was able to get back up and run out. So he gets up and run away, and a neighbor... This is the part I love. ...stopped him in his tracks and held him at gunpoint outside <laughs> until Pasco <laughs> County deputies arrived. So this is what I see in this neighborhood. I see a whole neighborhood people, a whole neighborhood of people walking around with... Uh, with their guns, you know, they got, yeah, got yeah. my kids. Now it's a Florida neighborhood, so there's no open carrying. Um, so he had this concealed carry gun that he's carrying around with him, and uh, he sees the guy coming back out, and he goes, "Hey, hey, 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 oh, yeah," <laughs> and, no, and holds I, him. I, it, it doesn't even give the give the, uh, the 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 home defender's name, but I'm so I'm just gonna call him Joe, right? And I was like, "Hey, you're coming out of Joe's house with a gun in your hand, yeah." yeah. Yeah, no. And you're, you're not Joe. <laughs> you're going to stay right here yep. until the authorities show up. Authorities say the 19-year-old surviving intruder was taken to the hospital is and is expected to survive. He is being charged with the two counts of second-degree homicide and one count of home invasion robbery. In Florida, if you are committing a felony and somebody dies at any point during the felony, even if they have a heart attack and die, you catch the murder charge. Mm. <laughs> so that's what you get. That's called the felony murder rule here in Florida. Uh the author goes on to say, I love the fact that the intruder was able to run outside only to be stopped 
by another armed homeowner, just like Earl said here. That's some, that's some Second Amendment teamwork right there. You know, That's the, the virtual high five there. Oh, yeah. It's like if you and I were neighbors and somebody made yeah. a mistake of breaking into either yep. one of our houses. You know, we, we would probably already have it predetermined of, you know, yeah, you can cross the property line. Yep. But you knock on the door loudly. <laughs> if, if anybody else comes running out, grab them. Exactly. According to the news, the homeowner told authorities he regularly shows off some of his firearms on his social media accounts, and authorities say they believe that was not a totally random situation when these people broke in. Again, folks, let me go back to some tips for you. Don't share collections of any of your valuables on social media. Yeah. Okay? Don't. It's not that hard to spend a few minutes online. You think you've got a private Facebook account? You know, inside of an hour, they know your address. All three of these bad guys have lengthy criminal histories. Uh, the two deceased dudes, uh, they had very violent criminal charges in the past. Uh, the victim in this case exercised his Second Amendment right to protect himself inside his home, according to the sheriff. Said that under Florida's law, the victim's name will not be released, in part because of concerns, you know, obviously. You know. So if you want to know who the guy is, just go look for people sharing collections of their firearms, I guess, on social media. Probably figure it out. But, uh, you know, that uh, this guy, is a, he did everything that he was supposed to have done. So here, here's what I got asked, uh, I, and I had people call me from, because uh, it's a Florida case, you know, so people called from, uh, it was actually Washington State, friends of ours, and said, uh, I see this guy had a high point, the, the good guy, the victim here. Oh. He had so a high point. Said, now, what? now I know why one of them jammed. Right, right. He said, <laughs> he said, why would he shoot people, why would he have this high point? And I said, well... Maybe he didn't shoot with the high point. Maybe that's just the gun he wanted to give the cops for evidence. <laughs> you know, they're going to do ballistics down there and go, yeah. no, he used a Chip McCormick 1911 according to our ballistics. Whoa, hey, whoa, <laughs> you know, huh. Yeah, do I, do I surrender to evidence the $350 gun or the $3,500 yeah, gun? Exactly. Oh, decisions, decisions, decisions. Wait a minute. They're at the end of the hallway. Yeah. That's, that's, that's inside. That, that's in the leather. That's not even a chip shot. Yeah, All right. Let me break out the high point. <laughs> so that's, that's what they got going on there. So, uh, listen, folks, we, uh, we appreciate you joining us this week. Uh, you know, as we, as we do every week, uh, I want to thank our guests, uh, me and Earl. Uh, you know, for, and, and, <laughs> for a split second, he's like, I want to thank you. guess. Wait a minute. What? Again, uh, uh, say hello to our producer. Thank you again. And Tom, welcome home. I didn't say that to you earlier. Thank uh, you. Uh, welcome home. And uh, and uh, listen, um, don't forget, coming up the, 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 the what is it, the 8th, 17th, 18th, 19th, 17th, 18th, 19th of September uh, and 20th. It's the 17th through the 20th of September, the Gun Rights Policy Conference in Orlando, Florida. Go to saf.org. That's secondamendmentfoundation.org, saf.org. And from there, you can just look up Gun Rights Policy Conference or go saf.org slash grpc. I might be available for that. Listen, there's going to be a, a, on that night of the uh, the 19th. Yeah, the, you remember the movie Old School with the party they had the, you know, for the coming out there? It's the kind of party we're going for there. All right, all right, all right. Hey, everybody, we're going streaking! <laughs> yeah. Woo! Yeah. Listen, if I get Snoop out there, then we're going to get Snoop out there. So. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Thank you and good night.
The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, yeah, we're good. Yeah, seven but because guns, it can seven take guns. most popular handgun magazines. G-Lock so number one. How do you leave Glock off of that list? You know how? Because you know Glock said, I'm not paying you to get on your list. Curiosity turns to right, pure we're adrenaline. We're this back up. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine nope. holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload. Yeah, see, but I, I, I take that back to like the Remington gun when they first came out. Exactly Dude, where you need it I mean, when you need let's it. at least Find see somebody shoot one. You know, <laughs> put one in your hands. I mean, those guns came out from Remington for. No such thing as extra yeah, how long ammo. They out All right, there, premiums. Thanks for listening. Great time again. Come out to the Second Amendment Foundation Gun Rights Policy Conference. I'm telling you, that party's going to be off the hook. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah, yeah. The VFW right down the street. Transportation provided from the hotel kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, so good stuff. All right, folks, and that's it for us. We'll we s- out. We see you. Oh, don't forget to catch me Tuesday on the baseball uh, hour. On the baseball, baseball. hour, yeah. Ugh. So. Who's on first? Yes. What's yes. on second? Yes. I don't know. Third, Third base. base. All right. And we out.